This week's episode of Finding Demo Surf Fishing is brought to you by Scott's Honey. You can find Scott on Facebook at Scott's Honey and Lip Balms. Uh, use the at sign and go there. Scott is a avid fisherman, comes down here to the panhandle, does a lot of fishing, uh, which is just down here not too long ago, and uh, I managed to win a bottle of honey from him and some lip balm as uh, the first in our group to catch a pompano, so that was a win, and the stuff is awesome. So take a look at uh, Scott's page, and he is sponsoring this week's episode, and check it out. When you're on Facebook, you can find everything. I mean, social media seems to be the new platform for the whole world. You can just hit search. It's the new Google, whatever you want. It's also the evilest things, too, depending on how you look at it. But that's for another time. This week, though, we're going into a fun place. We're going to be talking to Cheyenne, the Southern Yankee. We're going to get into all that one. And she's going to talk us about her fishing, her cooking, and her experiences. So sit down, strap in. It's going to be a fun episode, and you're listening to Finding Demo Surf Fishing. new week baby that's what i'm talking about winter fishing it's rough same fun nothing fun about it fish aren't seem to be here but what if i told you they were well of course you know they are you're on social media you've been taking a look you see everybody catching fish well this week we're gonna have a little bit of fun we're gonna talk to cheyenne rebecca the southern yankee uh, who has been catching fish and posting them to panhandle surf fishing and other awesome groups and the lady is just dynamite rock star when catching. But she takes it another step further and shows us her cooking and how she does all these preparations on her page at uh, The Southern Yankee. The Southern is The South, apostrophe E-R-N, Yankee, Y-A-N-K-E-E. Really easy to find. Definitely go take a look at that group. And you are going to be inundated with some uh, food that's going to make you basically get off your computer and go get some chow. So that, uh, that that's the best I can do. Cheyenne, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Appreciate you. Hey there. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. Thank you for even talking to me. <laughs> I was like, I wonder if she would come on. Let's find <laughs> out. <laughs> um because this podcast is obviously pre-recorded, you know, everybody's going to be like, oh, what are you talking about here? Today's post wanted a snack. What in the world did you come <laughs> up with there? What is, I mean, I see some, uh, the good old brie. Brie is delicious with honey, but tell me about this. So I sauteed some applewood bacon up in, some, in a pan and just crushed up some um, pistachios with Scott's honey, actually. And just threw in some red pepper flakes and thyme and baked it in the oven. And it was some straight up goodness with some uh, wheat thin crackers. <laughs> I mean, I'm gaining weight looking at it because I want it. It's just, <laughs> what, 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 I mean, I know this isn't completely related to where we're talking about here. And we're going down on a, on a fun tangent here. But what just made you look at that and go, all right, I need this. I want this. Um, so I actually just sometimes when I'll, like, I'll see something um, on Facebook or different recipes and stuff like that. I'll just get inspiration and I'll just whip up my own type of ingredients with it and just I was like I want some brie today and so that's what I come up with <laughs> Dang. so are you uh culinary educated anything like that or is this just homeschool it's in your blood all of a sudden you you just love cooking 
Well, I really love cooking, but I think part of it's in my blood from my northern heritage, from my Italian side of the family. But no, I did get some education. Um, I went to the culinary program at Virginia College in Mobile before they had closed down some good few years ago. So I got that good knowledge background from that. Oh, all right. Now I feel I feel a little better. I'm like, oh, dude. <laughs> I, I, I've always wondered how people have these uh, brilliant ideas with food. Uh, you know, you watch the cooking channels and you're just like, how did you come up with that? Um, mm. And that, that, that gives me a little bit of like, all right, cool. You, you've got, <laughs> you, you've had all these other experiences with school, but you know how flavors mend and just come together. So you, uh, it makes so much sense to me now. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about this. So the Southern Yankee, uh, Yankee being from the north, I'm gonna get that down mm-hmm. here. Uh, it, where are you from? I'm originally from Rhode Island. I moved down here. I think it was like 2003, 2000, 2002, 2003, something like that, and been here since. Hence the name. Grew up and raised in Rhode Island, and here in the South now. So nice. Yep. We were talking yeah. pre-show. We're neighbors, basically. Wow. Well, I'm from Connecticut, not too far from the Rhode Island border. Maybe 20 minutes if I'm lucky. Uh, over 95. So it's kind of Yankee. It, my Yankee brother. There you go. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. I fully am. People are like, wait, what? Yeah. No. Trust me. Stank around in the South <laughs> long enough. You lose your accent. Listen to us both. <laughs> oh, real quick. Yep. That's for sure. <laughs> so um, let's continue on that. What what, what brought you here? Well, my mom, my mom is originally from this area and my dad was from the north and just within life, my mom met my dad. She moved up there, raised us and just was like, all right, time to come back home. And so she brought me and my sister and come down to the good old south. (laughs) Nice. Okay. So (laughs) Italian heritage, big on the cooking, lots of education there. Mom, mom gave you a little bit of inspiration. Um, really, I mean, not so much on the cooking, no. Oh, okay. Hey. <laughs> on my, uh, yeah, on I'm my dad's a... side. He's the oh. Italian French oh. family. Oh, okay. Side, so. Sorry. Yeah. I had a bad assumption there, but uh, I feel bad. But it's all right. I'm not editing this podcast. I'm sorry to all the listeners. Yes, I'm a moron. I apologize. Okay. So the <laughs> no Italian worries. side got you there. A little bit of inspiration from dad. All right. And then it molded into this. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. So what got you into surf fishing then? Well, really, I, where I started off from was back in 2020 I started off um, actually my first ever big catch was on Fairhope Pier I randomly just went on a fishing venture and was just like you know what I'm about to figure out how to fish this type of style and just one thing led to another Um, and a friend noticed I was really loving to start like really loving the fishing and just loving being out there he gifted me with a, a surf cart nice and I was like yeah, I was like so surprised. And so just from then when he gave it to me, I was like, all right, I got to figure out the surf fishing deal. And now I'm falling in love with all of it, all types, all the types of it. Yeah. I mean, I've seen you do different ones because you also do a lot of inshore fishing. Uh, do you see a lot of similarities in between, you know, the types of fishing with surf, pier and inshore? I would say more, I mean, I would say probably like the, the species of fish is pretty much the same. It's just like, I would say the tackle is different and what you could use from the difference of the surf fishing into the pier. Like on a pier, you would need a drop net. And of course, in the surf fishing, right. you don't. And so you need bigger rods for surf fishing and not so, so not so longer fishing rods on piers and that type of thing. Right. So Tackle makes a difference. Absolutely. Yeah. So what has been your favorite fish to catch since you've been into the surf game? 
I think, honestly, a big old bull red and hearing that drag scream is my favorite. And especially here <laughs> recently, I love it. Oh, my goodness. I just recently here lately, some of my inshore fishing, I've started with light tackle catching reds. And that has to be my go-to now. Like, it is so fun. Oh, yeah. The drag scream is, it's the tug is the drug. So, I mean, drag scream mm-hmm. is just an added, like, oh, this is going to be great. I love this. The adrenaline rush is great. It's such a drug for real. I'm addicted, <laughs> and so is my debit card. <laughs> Girl, same. <laughs> totally get that. Yeah. God. Yeah, as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, as I'm look outside, I ended up buying a new rod, inshore rod today, and it was sitting on my car, and I was like, don't let the wife see it. Don't let the wife see it. No, she didn't see it. Or she's just not saying anything. So <laughs> That's my struggle tomorrow. I'm going fishing tomorrow, and I'm like, do I want to get a new one or not? Do I really need it? I think I do. I think I do. <laughs> need, needs relative, right? Yeah, it needs a brother or sister, you know? There He's you got go. a pair. <laughs> so what do you find yourself doing more nowadays? Are, do you find yourself in the surf? Do you are in the inshore? Or where, where, where are you at nowadays? I know it's winter. So. I'm more, yeah, yeah. I was about to say it's winter. So I'm more like inshore, like fishing off of bridges or um, I kind of, I know like in the area of where I fish and like to fish a lot, I like to fish the Gulf Shores, um, pretty to pass area. So I'm more fishing in that area, more inshore. Okay. And then when you're in the mm-hmm. surf, where do you normally, you play right on the same one Gulf Shores area? Yep, and Fort Morgan is my go-to. Yeah, I hear that a lot. Fort Morgan, I hear, is the hot place to fish over there. Yes, it's it's my fave. <laughs> All right, so let's talk more about the Southern Yankee. Uh, tell us more about it. Okay, so it, the the name originated from actually when I was in cooking school. Um, we had a project we had to do, and it was like, all right, for future, if you really were to stick with this, what would you want to name your restaurant or any type of business? And, and so... Um, my name was the Southern Yankee, and so from years on out, it probably nothing ever happened with it. And then come about 2002 or 2019 is when I started the page, and so it just stuck from whenever I was in cooking school to then, and and yeah, it's just sailed off, and it's been growing and doing great. Yeah, I mean, you're at 2,000 members, definitely, and that that's always a good sign right there. That's always a positive mm-hmm. one. Uh, back up though. You want to op- you want to open a restaurant? Well, actually, I want to open up a food trailer or a food truck. I'm actually Ooh. starting school. Yeah, I cannot wait. I start school in the spring for business entrepreneurship. And so I just want to get that knowledge and just know how to do things right. And once I get that under my belt, the Southern Yankee will be on wheels. Oh, <laughs> this is great. Tell, yeah. me, tell me you're going to be allowed to cross state lines please. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> Fingers crossed. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. Man. I, I, one of the few things that I can honestly say I love is seeing our community being able to do, you know, a, a lot of dual business with it, you know, like uh, Bun, he's got the Poke Bowl. Uh, yours moving into this. Oh, man, that's going to be so yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I know Bun. Yeah, he's pretty cool. I've been to his little Poke Bowl places. Actually, it was just one there the other day. Good stuff. Good uh, stuff. I'm waiting for the one to open here in uh, <laughs> Gulf Breeze. I pass it every day when I'm driving into Pensacola, and I'm like, mm-hmm, that place is going to get a mm-hmm. lot of my money. I know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, sorry. So, we got the Southern Yankee built up from that school. All right. Restaurant. Our food truck's going to become the thing. Uh, man. So, all right. Let's talk about that then. Your What is your favorite fish to cook? Favorite fish to cook? Let's see. Hmm. 
I would say more. I, I, Lord, that's such a hard question because I love cooking all of them. <laughs> uh, let's see. I think my, I'd say my favorite fish to cook and taste, like taste-wise, I love I love uh, sheep's head. I just really? cannot. Yes, I love sheep's head. It's so good, so so good. But I do cook more redfish than anything because it's I catch those more often than not. So. But yeah, I love a sheep's head now. That's good stuff. Everybody just looked at the phone like, what did she say? She catches red? I want to catch a red. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go inshore. A little bit inshore helps out a lot. Yeah. So, so sheep, I've never had sheep's head. Um, I will admit that I have tried to catch them, but um, I haven't been successful, unfortunately. I do have a kayak now, so I do plan on getting them that way. But somebody has told me that uh, they're they're basically the poor man's lobster. And yep, I, and they are good. Okay. Well, you're from the north, <laughs> like me. Now, and unfortunately, I am allergic to shellfish, so I have a I oh, have a you disadvantage. Poor thing. Oh yeah. yeah, you know how it is up in north, and you can't have shellfish. You you know that's <laughs> yep. not a good time. You're um, an outcast. <laughs> I am. I, I very much am. I'm, I'm a pariah. Um, but I have had lobster, and, and I paid for it dearly, and I'm okay with that uh, with butter. So I know the flavor. Would you say that uh, sheep's head is a close close relative to that flavor? Yeah, I, I would say it's more relative. It's more delicate than I think uh, lobster is. Lobster is kind of a more thicker type of meat, but it's very similar in texture. It's just it's a little bit more delicate, Okay. in my opinion. So with, so. Sheep, with, with sheep's head, what's your favorite way to prepare it? Hmm. I would say easy, like just in a pan, just sauteing it real quick with some butter, garlic, and some seasonings in a pan real quick, and just over some rice and a sauce is is money. <laughs> yeah, your sauce posts get me every time. I, my, I'm always talking to Justin. Obviously, we fish together quite a bit. And I was looking at your page. I'm like, dude, she's got so many sauces on these things. I, I, he's like, well, what do you mean sauce? I'm like, look at here. Send him the link. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, mm. I can get in trouble with this. I mean, I'm already I'm already trying to diet, and that's like, that ain't happening. Not with this. No way. <laughs> Yeah, my cooking is is what I call like I call fluffy cooking. It's not for the <laughs> diet. <laughs> I like your style. Yes, I do. <laughs> so with um, okay, so sheep's head. What do you you know? This question wasn't on our pre one, but you made me think of this. What do you think that the average person that's cooking fish is making a mistake doing while cooking? Hmm, that's an interesting question. Let's see. I would say, I would say maybe not so much of a steak mistake, but maybe just cooking it the same way and maybe not trying it in different ways as maybe as they originally would. Like if they're always grilling it, maybe switch it up and try it a different way and, and throw it in a pan or put it on a baking sheet or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> See, and I thought the cardinal sin was going to be over seasoning because you know, I'm like, oh, that's me. But, <laughs> I mean that part too. You can straight up overseason it and ruin it. Uh, yeah, that is that. So it, it, when you're talking about seasoning, then for you, what is your? I heard the butter, heard the garlic, then I heard seasoning. Do you have a not letting us have your secret recipe here? But do you have a preferred <laughs> way to to season? Really and truly, it just depends what I'm in the mood for or, like, what my taste buds are feeling. So, like, I try to just switch it up every so often when I am cooking. Like you said, mention my sauces. I don't really like to perfectly just cook the same thing over and over and over. But I do love a good sauce. So my sauces, I try to experiment more and just try to get different flavors and that type of thing. So, yeah. 
<laughs> That's good right there. <laughs> so every meal essentially is a learning experience for you. I mean, you know what the mm-hmm. flavors are. Like you, you talk about this, I instantly go to Ratatouille. Disney, please don't sue me for using that. Uh, you know, like the thought process of like, oh, man, mixing the cheese with this uh, with this fruit and it's going to make this perfect meld. Uh, is that kind of something you see when you're thinking about fish? Like, all right, you know, if I use this whiting, which I can do anything with, if I mix garlic here, but a little bit of cayenne pepper with this, a nice little melding thing. Is, is that kind of how you envision or yep. run me through it? Yep. For sure. For sure. I try, I do it that way. And then just really just, um, what's the words I'm trying to say? Really just trying to experiment and just really trial and error type of thing sometimes like the dish will taste good and then there's other dishes that will taste like phenomenal and i'm like so it's really just a trial and error type of thing just like with fishing really just learn as you go (laughs) yeah okay uh I see one more post I wanted to bring up and then we're going to, I promise we're going to get back to fishing everybody. We're, that's what we're here for. But you know, <laughs> we all need to learn how to cook this stuff. Cause I think fish is one of the few things that is not well talked about in my opinion, when it comes to cooking. Uh, it, that's I just my view. Um, flaky biscuit sandwich together with a sunny side up seasoned with Cajun two-step applewood. This sandwich looks amazing. <laughs> you talking about the brunch, mm-hmm. the brunch sandwich I just made. Yep. 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 I was that uh, was slapping. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word. I mean, it looks like I'm looking at this going, yeah, yeah, I need that. In my yeah. Life. I, I'd pay 15 bucks. I, 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 Sweet. Throw some taters on the side there. Yeah, I'm sold. I'm good. Right? Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, my, actually, my 10 year old son, he wouldn't try it with the spinach and tomatoes. And I was like, come on, bug, just try it. My 10-year-old even approved. I was like, yes, I'm winning. Oh, yeah, you're sold then. You get the kid approval? Oh, that's a win yeah. and a half. Oh, man. Um, one of the things uh, I wanted to thought, I wanted your thought on this because the, the brunch one really got my attention. What are your thoughts on fish for breakfast and the brunch time? I'm all down for it. Yeah, honey. Like you said, with some potatoes or even some grits. Like people eat, you know, shrimp and grits or something for, for dinner. You eat grits for breakfast, so, so why not fish and grits for, for I mean, you eat, you eat fish and grits for uh, dinner and that type of thing, yeah. So fish and grits and all that good stuff for breakfast is totally cool with me. I'm down with it. There you go. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. All right. I got to stop talking about food, man, or I'm going to get myself in trouble here. <laughs> um, so what have you found? Uh, one more food question. I'm sorry. What have you found to be the toughest fish to work with? Okay, so this is probably totally out of the norm, but I've actually done it twice, and it is, it's actually very t- quite good. Have you ever tried Stingray before? No, but I want to because I've heard it's just like oh, scallops. Is it's, mwah, it's so good, but the cleaning process and actually trying to cook it, like, well, really the cleaning process of it all is, it's aggravating. <laughs> it <laughs> okay. is a hassle. It is a hassle. But that would say I would I would say that's the toughest fish I've ever tried to work with and clean. And I've only done it twice. So, but yeah. <laughs> but it sounds like the payoff was huge. Definitely, definitely, it was super good. I made the first time I ever did it. Um, I just sautéed it in a pan, just easy. Kind of just want to keep it simple to really get the flavor of it. And it was really, really good. And the second time, I made a seafood mac and cheese with it with some crab meat and shrimp, and it was, it was to die for. Really, you gotta throw it's the mac and cheese at me? Really, you gotta go there, man? Yes. Oh my god, that sounds so good. <laughs> that's temptation, that's for sure. Oh man, <laughs> the idea of seafood with mac and cheese is just. Mm-hmm. Mm, 
No. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. For all you listening right now, you're welcome. Yep, go get yourself some mac and cheese. Not the blue box. Don't go get the blue box. Go make yourself some mac and cheese. Get the good cheese. Get it mixed in there. Mm. Right. Make your roux. <laughs> oh, man, roux. That, oh. That, that's that, that's my that's the bane of my cooking existence right there. There you go. That's oh. what I'm talking about. Oh, give me my instant pot. That's I mean, I'll admit that I, I'm big on that one. So I'm finally getting I my, my fishing done a little bit better with cooking. I'm using the Blackstone more, my oven more. You know, I'm finally, I took a little bit of your advice not too long ago when I was looking at food, and I was like, you know what? I got to try it out. I got to try to do something else. So oh, cool. <laughs> it, it really it really helped me there. Um, all right, so. Talking about surf fishing, do you have a preferred setup when you're out there fishing? I mean, like, talk about, like, rigs, bait, equipment. Is there any preferred way you have it? Um, Really, if I'm really trying to go for, like, anything big, like reds, drums, sharks, stingrays, or that type of thing, I really just like using a, um, a California rig with just uh, whatever size weight I need for that day, depending on the surf and the tide and all that good stuff, with just a good old circle hook and some cup, cup mullet is my go-to. And that's my favorite to get some good old bites. <laughs> I can imagine there. So, mm-hmm. all right. So you've, you've been able to target uh, stingrays and everything else pretty successfully then with that rig. Mm-hmm. Yep. I caught my biggest ray actually um, a good few months ago with that, that same rig. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was man. probably, it was down at Fort Morgan actually. It was probably about three months ago, I want to say, because I know it was still kind of warm. And it was, it was at least probably like, Mm, two and a half feet wide by three feet long. It was a big old sucker. <laughs> <laughs> so a California rig is, uh, uh, I, I don't know how to explain this. I, I've never used it. Um, I, I understand Carolina rigs, but I've never tried to util- utilize a California. Can you tell me more about it? Did I say, oh, did I say California? I meant Carolina. Oh. I said the wrong state. See, wrong my, state. My phone number messed you up. That's what it is. <laughs> yep, see? Okay. That's so, what it was, right. exactly. Carrick, so Carolina rig. All right, so you're running sinker, and then uh, four-aught-ish, or you stand on yep. the smaller side? No, I do about um I, about three-aught, yeah. Okay, three-aught. All right, that mm-hmm. makes sense. And then mullet. I've heard mullet is the, the mecca of bait lately. It seems to be the yeah. one thing everything is just mowing down. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the go to. That's my favorite. That and some live shrimp is where it's at. <laughs> okay, so, and that's what you like to, and mm-hmm. and that's what you also use in the surf. That that's your that's your preferred way of fishing. Mhm, sure is. Way to go, man. I mean, <laughs> now I've heard a lot of people, you know, a lot of people like their pompano rigs, you know, and I've heard a few people talk about Carolina rigs, and a lot of the, um, a lot of the shows lately. One of the things I've heard people talk more about is a Carolina rig. Like, dude, you just throw a Carolina rig; it'll work perfectly. Mm-hmm. That's my yeah. I'd rather use that than anything else. Which that's you know, if people are going for pompano, of course you want to use a pompano rig and why like for whiting and that type of thing. But I just love those getting those big fish. I just love it. Yeah, absolutely, and it make, <laughs> and it really explains a lot on how you're catching all these other great fish. You know, you you've Thanks. learned you've learned the tricks. You've made this work for you, and it's just rocking out. So. Hey, applause to you, Yishai. I mean, you really, you show, you're putting on a show, and it is really <laughs> impressive to watch. Really, I mean. Well, thanks. Thank you. You're very welcome. So uh, let's get into the fun of the ending portion of this, because uh, this is the part where everybody's like, "Wow, we're almost done." Like, yeah, we're almost done. Hard to believe. <laughs> um, what is something you wish you would have known about surf fishing before you'd actually started? Hmm. I would say. 
before I really got out there and started, I wish I kind of knew more of like the tides of when the tide was coming in and or going out or when and two when when the fish were coming through like season wise because when I first started I was just going out there and just fishing and there were times I wasn't catching anything and probably it was my own fault in the mid-set of summer I wasn't catching reds or anything because they really weren't running then and I had no idea right okay so yeah that too um and let's see really just knowing what you're trying to like well for me like I wish I would have known more of um the setups and stuff because i started off so cheap on my setups and stuff and they broke so really just getting good quality good stuff to get out there with those are good lessons i wish i would have known more yeah so i just really learned as i go hey isn't that how half of us learn i mean yeah (laughs) learn the best (laughs) mistakes when you make mistakes right uh speaking of that everyone it is officially uh about almost 25 minutes have you done your bait check yet because I know you want to listen to this while you're fishing. You should probably do a bait check. Yep, you should do a bait <laughs> check. Bring it again. Get that new stuff on there. Get that fresh smell in the water. Get it back out there. And also, if you were just using pompano rigs, you just listen to this. Hopefully, you brought out some mullet. Go throw a Carolina rig. Go see what happens. You never know. All right, now that I got my 25-minute warning out of the way. Uh, <laughs> you mentioned something there, and I don't mean to pull this back, and please don't feel like I'm putting you on the spot. A little, a little I am here, but um, what was your best way to learn how, you know, if you're looking back, like, oh, I wish I'd have known about tides and when they were running and the seasons, what helped you learn that? Really just information about um, watching videos, watching, like, Angle Up with Bran and Bearded Brad and Bama Beach Bum and really getting into those videos and really to just meeting people as I went and just soaking up the information of the locals, really, and just just t- tell them telling me of like what I should do and just really just taking that information and soaking it in and just going what they tell me and just learning. <laughs> Yep. Uh, so it sounds so simple, but a lot of people don't do that. <laughs> it's like, you know, you have so much information here. It's free. <laughs> All right. And then um, uh, two questions, and then we'll finish up here. My first one being, and I've asked this to a lot of people, what do you think is the reason so many people are coming to do surf fishing now? Like now in this particular season? Or just in general, the sport itself. It seemed like we've had a big blow up and people are just coming to surf fish. All of a sudden it's like, wow, there's a lot of surf anglers out here. Because I found the drug. Yeah. <laughs> that one big pull on that red. It's like, oh, yeah, all right, I'm sold. All right. Right. That's what happened to me. <laughs> oh, there's my warning. Legit. There's the real warning, actually, ladies and gentlemen. There's the actual 25-minute warning. Sorry about that. Okay. So the, the drug, the tug is the drug. All right. I got that. I like that. <laughs> I would say really just being outside and just, I guess, probably maybe just wanting to experience. Like, for me, I was just like, all right, I just want to pick up fishing. I love being outside. I love nature. I love cooking. Maybe I should try to catch some fish and cook it. Who knows? I don't really know. But, like, just being out there and being in nature and just, that could be it. Okay. <laughs> maybe maybe even social media, all these posts and videos of people and um, talking about fishing, maybe spark the interest. And they're like, okay, I'm going to try it out, too. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. And what is something you'd recommend to someone um, that's coming down here to fish for the first time before they even start? picking up before they even pick up a rod what is something you'd recommend they do before that hmm 
have patience. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a good one, actually. <laughs> you know, have patience, especially with just learning and getting out there. You're, I mean, like for me, just starting, I was like a like sheep lost in a field there for a hot minute until I really found my groove and found my way back to what I was knowing how to do it the right way. But um, really, I guess if they were like, all right, they've never caught a red or something. All right, I want to target a red. Just researching and knowing what you need. And like the right equipment and the right bait times and maybe trying to find someone that you know that actually fishes and just get the information and just get out there with it and just be persistent. Absolutely. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, Cheyenne, thank you again, really. Uh, I can't say it enough. I'm really glad that you came on here. I thank you so much for agreeing to, um, again, your page, the Southern Yankee, awesome place. I always love looking at what you're cooking here, what you've made. You're definitely making people better at cooking and i think you're really Aww. getting some people to be like all right let me try to get out of my box here um so thank Aww, you for that well, really thank well thank you for those con words that touched my little heart Aww, well, i'll try not <laughs> to yeah. i'll try not to delete so many of your posts on panhandle like i know you're not inshore but i'm gonna leave this one no i know okay you were in the surf for that one <laughs> i felt bad the first time i did it i'm like she's really good i need Aww, you to stay in the surf i'm sorry <laughs> it's okay i totally get it no worries <laughs> no worries but all your stuff's been great I, I i'm so glad that you're sharing in there and i really hope people will come take a look uh more at your page and get a lot more inspiration and uh oh. if anybody wanted to reach out to you about this uh, you have them just go to the southern yankee and reach out to you through there um well i don't have any messenger type of that that type of group it's just a group but if they can find my name shine rebecca and have any questions they're more than welcome to reach out to me awesome man that's so phenomenal. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I thank you and appreciate the opportunity and being on here. It was really great talking to you and cutting up and laughs and talking about everything that I love too. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what this podcast halfway is. It's, you know, it's a good conversation with learning and sharing the knowledge out there because we're all going to just make ourselves better. And this is one of the easiest places to come and listen and like, okay, I can do this. So, yeah. All right. Sure. Well, thanks Cheyenne. And uh, I know right. we'll be talking soon. All right, awesome. Have a great night. You too. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sticking around on the show. It's been a lot of fun talking to Cheyenne. Uh, I hope you picked something up. I hope you learned something. Uh, I know I did. I'm definitely going to be using a lot of this stuff. Again, go to the Southern Yankee page. Uh, it's, again, the Southern, so S-O-U-T-H with an apostrophe, E-R-N, Yankee with an exclamation point. Lots of good stuff on there. Lots of great hashtags. And uh, I promise you're going to leave there really hungry. So, Thanks again. We'll talk to you all next week. You've been listening to Finding Demo Surf Fishing. Take care.